the Sports Blast. Welcome back to the Sports Blast. <laughs> Wait for it. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. Third and final hour here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. Five questions with yours truly coming up at 120. Yep. Before we get to that, you I want to scared me for a second. I was like, it's not five questions right now. Yeah, I always do the tease at the top of the hour. Come on. No, you don't. Do. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, he does. Where, where have you been for the last three years? I always do that tease. I ignore you. Oh, yeah, great. Thanks. We already knew that. Feelings mutual. Uh, all right, so uh, let's get into the World Baseball Classic here. I just want to talk about how stupid <laughs> it is that when, when listeners are like, next "Oh, week, yeah, listen." To no, this. I, it's just it's a shish rant time. When's yeah. the When's the World Baseball Classic start next week? Uh, yeah, I don't next even. Friday? Yeah, I don't I guess, even know. Yeah, I, I just listen. Rick Porcello echoed my sentiments perfectly when he was asked about turning down an invite to the World Baseball Classic. He said it's because it does not help the Red Sox, and I completely agree. What good does it do a player to go and play in a meaningless competition for two weeks? Oh, great. You won for your country. Whoop-de-doo. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Isn't spring training just meaningless games for yeah, the Red Sox? Yeah, because you are prepping for the season. For the season. It, isn't you are in the it's World, baseball, and, in and, the world baseball Classic. You are thrust into full game speed you're also yeah. getting, before you're ready. Yeah. You're also getting paid by the Red Sox. You're you not are. getting paid by the World Baseball Classic. You might be. Actually, you, I don't know about that. Yeah. Are, you, are you paid? I, I don't think you might are. be paid. I don't think it is. I think you're paid. I think it's all about pride. Nah, I think you're paid. I, I think you. I, I'm not so sure. I'm actually. pretty oh, sure. Look it up. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah, we'll I'll, look that I'll up. do the talking. Okay. Right. Oh, you have to provide the walk in, though. Oh, I will do the walk in. Okay. I always walk. <laughs> I'm not like, um, you know, Dave, uh, K- uh, Craig Kimbrell. You know, I don't, I don't throw walks. I actually throw strikes. <laughs> what? <laughs> but you were just <laughs> you were just said you do the walking. walking people. All yeah. right, yeah, I just uh, contradicted myself. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Players get financial benefit for WBC. Boom. Oh, they do. Take it. How much though? They, I don't know. I just it's saw not, the headline. It's not. It's not twenty-two million dollars. No, it's not. Obviously, per year. Well, they only play like five games. No, but my whole point is, Rick Purcell is right. You pitch for the Red Sox. It's your choice to pitch for the Team USA. Right. Everybody has a personal choice. Right. So I mean, Team USA is still pretty stacked without Porcello. Right. He doesn't have to be on there. Right. Whoa, he's the American League Cy Young Award winner. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. He needs to take some time (laughs) off and get ready for this. Look, I again, I've said this so many times. It you are not ready. I mean, these guys have a routine every February into March where Mm -hmm. they come in and they ease themselves into full game speed. Well, yeah. And then all of of a sudden, some of them, if they know they're playing. Will probably start sooner because they're not morons. Yeah, but except Dice K because he's a moron and stupid. Well, he and won two crap. WBC MVPs, so I don't know what he did that year. But, but that's the only example that you really give, right? No, but that's what, what, what's the other example of guys yeah. getting hurt? Yeah, Dustin Pedroia and Kevin Euclid in 2009. I mentioned that last week. Okay, okay. I'm saying from besides from the Red Sox, like it, it seems like right the World Baseball Classic. It's it's not about Team USA anyway. I feel like no, it's about it, it's, it's, about, it's about the prospects really right. showing off what they got. Um, There's a lot of like star pl- players that are playing for Team USA, right? But other than that, it's, but my point is, I think it's more about right, other countries right, participating, show, showing what they have, showing yeah. what they have. Well, it's it's just it's one of those things where I'm I'm worried about like Xander Bogarts. I'm not there, worried right? about. He's playing for the Netherlands. He's right? playing third he's base, play, he's which is out of position. Yes, but that's a less stressful position than shortstop. Yeah, but what if he's just, uh, just uh, what what uh, Ashish? What? It's, it's reactionary. Yeah, okay? it's reactionary. But because at the if, end of the day, you're if playing Bogart's, a different position, what if he has to change something? He gets her. 
I'm paranoid like that, okay? I just I hate <laughs> seeing my guys go out and play in competition Your guys. that they can go out and get <laughs> hurt in. I hear you, you own the yeah. Red Sox? Yeah. I, I, oh, I didn't tell you I'm uh, part owner. <laughs> I just think it's a great platform for any player that really, you know, is from another country that really needs to show up and right. you know show the MLB. It, I it can gives, actually play it, in this it, game. It gives uh, team, uh, the Red Sox um, uh, flexibility. Flexibility to play other players at shortstop, yeah. which gives them flexibility during the regular season. Because well, how many days off did Xander Bogarts get last year? He, like got, he got a good amount. No, no, he did not. Oh, he played a lot of games. He played. Uh, there was one stretch where he played like ninety yeah, he straight played games. Way too many. Yeah, but didn't Mikado play a little bit of of short towards you, the end? Towards the end. Okay. Yeah, but the like last two weeks uh, of the season. Yeah, and that's when he struggled. Right. Uh, he struggled the last two months of the season. There you go, Brock Holt. But Double I I guess my game. point is like the MLB scouts can go to the World Baseball and Classic. And is he playing shortstop? That's good to hear. I, I, guess, I guess the MLB scouts can go to the World Baseball Classic right. and check the guys out that are either up and coming on, on another team. I, I believe like half the players are on major league rosters already. Right, but the other half aren't. Right. Yeah, just, so, I mean, just make it about college players. Yeah. No. You know, make it like the Olympics suck. a few years ago. It, it already sucks. I want to watch guys play for their major league teams. And Mark, I think you're doing a 180 because you seem to be siding with Brian now on the WBC. Well, what's what's the event with um like during the All Star time? Is it the um the young stars? Oh, like, the futures game. The futures game. But this is different. These guys are playing for their countries, which it's it's fine. But I just hate the timing of it. Why can't they put it like when? Uh, when would they put it? They can't put it at the end of the season because everyone in, goes do it home. In December. I, I would say a mix. You, um, December. Do that's like. Uh, uh, or do it uh, so. So uh, you think winter ball is fine, right? Yeah, it's basically like winter ball. Yeah, but uh, Sheesh, I'm kind of mixed about this because if you're playing winter ball, you have a few months off before you could uh, go straight back into full game action. It's it's just I don't know. It, I, I'm, I just, I'm mixed I hate about the optics it. I am. of it. Where yeah, exactly. You're in spring training. You're warming up, and then hey, you're gonna play in a game that you're trying to win for your country right here. Let's go all out and dive into second base and okay. You know, like, First off, position players are a different animal because they play for the first few weeks. They still play six, seven innings, which is almost yeah, a full game. They're still taking it easy. They're playing. Pitching. They're not playing at 110% during these games. They're playing at about 75%. Still. That's, uh, I mean, that's, that's not, a pretty big difference. No, it's not. It is. <laughs> But the beauty in all this and is. And you don't know if they're playing 100% they're during just, the World they Baseball Brock Classic. Just steal the, the third? What? The, How's he? The, I don't know. The There's an out. The oh, beauty in <laughs> guys don't don't get sidetracked <laughs> yeah, from the sorry, game. Sorry, I'm watching the game. <laughs> so the beauty in all this is that the players get to select if they mm -hmm. want to compete in this. Right. So it's their choice. Right. If they want to compete and play for their country, go so go right be ahead. It. Go right. right ahead. Yeah. Xander Bogarts loves playing for the Netherlands. But Let him do it. There is a great point, Ashish, when you have injuries that play a factor, and also maybe Xander Bogarts, you know, is out of position, so he doesn't know the, the different, you know, tendencies at third anymore. Mm -hmm. Where a shortstop, he knows what the tendencies are. So Jackie th Bradley just struck out. There, there's a, a little lack <laughs> in the connection when it comes to the players wanting to play and the teams not wanting to play. Yeah. Because if the teams were still like, you know, against it. They would have came out and said, I don't agree with World Baseball Classic. This shouldn't happen. Right. But since it's such a good event for MLB and for countries all around the world to compete in this and show like their talents and show like teams, you know, that are watching them to say we are good for the MLB, it's really beneficial because that could possibly be the talent that comes in and makes an impact on the league. So I, I think there's a lot of benefits, but there's also a lot of disadvantages. 
and the disadvantages is prominent. It's evident. It's the fact that sometimes players get injured, and sometimes their their mind is focused on team whatever, team USA, team Mexico, instead of you know spring training and what they're working on the craft. But if they're good enough, it shouldn't matter, and, and that's the point I wanted to make. Like Mike Trout, if he if he competes with Team USA, it's not going to have an it's effect not. with him. So I'm, I'm just saying, I'm uh, using okay. an example. Like it's not going to have an effect on him to play for the LA Angels. He's still going to be one of the best players in the league. So, so I think it's just a matter of injuries. So let's just say that, like uh, I don't know, Xander Bogarts turns his ankle during the WBC and has to come home and you know. This is it. Let's say it's a sprain, a significant yeah. sprain. It's that reaction- piss you off? It's reactionary. Though, I know that can happen during spring training, but I would much rather that happen during a spring game that, than, and then a game that w- he shouldn't even be playing in, in my mind. Well, it's personal it's choice. It's his choice. Personal choice. If the teams were so, like I said, I'm going to go back to it. If the teams were so against it, I agree. But the teams are like, you make your choice. You go ahead. Right. Same with Brad Marshawn. Hanley made his own decision world. because his shoulder didn't feel right. Good, good for him. I'm glad he made the decision to stay back. Yeah. Well, well look at it's Bra- because there's no DHs, so he would have to play first base, and he can't right now. He can't do that right. Okay, now. So let me we, ask you a question: If he ended up going, would you have a problem with that? If he ended up going despite the shoulder injury and played first base, if he Dominican felt he was Republican, fine, yeah. If he played for the Dominican Republic at first, you would have been okay with it, yeah. Despite the shoulder injury, yeah. If, wow. If he, okay. If he felt the comfort, right. And if team doctors were against it, I would have been like, all right, well, let, right. let's have him stay then because he's not healthy. But since the team doctors kind of gave him the clearance to, you know, either go ahead or not, you know, it, he, he made the right move and not going because he's trying to rest. But he also had a home run the other day. I just think the timing of it is a little awkward. I mean, oh, I, know, I know you have a winner ball, but it's yeah. what? It's like a week and a half, two week competition. Stick it in December sometime. Give players a chance to sort of ease into it that's without a great disrupting point. That's, spring that's a great training. Point. That's not really easing into it because you have two months off before her winter ball begins. So yeah. you take the two months and then you kind of you prepare yourself yes. for the two-week And you don't think the, uh, the players who went who are going to the WBC prepared themselves? You think they just started when like spring I said, training it's started? Just, it's just the, I don't think that's what they it's do. It's the disruption of what's going I on don't, in spring training. I don't think so. I, I, think, th- I think it's the mindset more right. than anything. Well, I think they just started earlier, and you don't know what these guys how, when these guys started. They don't start right when spring training starts. Well, a lot of these players that are competing in in the, the the World Baseball Classic too. They probably wouldn't get as much time down in spring training like the latter half. Yeah. So I, I think it is you know decent to get them going, start right. their like, engines. I'll give, I'll give you an example. But it's a 162 game season coming up. Sure. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And you have to prepare for that ground. Like I'll give you an example. Like uh, Rick Porcello the other day pitched just three innings. Is that by coincidence? No. No. It's his first yeah. start of the spring. Right. Usually a starter only pitches. Starters two or three are innings. different. So a starting pitcher who maybe makes his first start, like Rick Porcello, three innings. All of a sudden, let's say he's starting game one of, for his country in the WBC. Hey, we want seven innings out of you in this one. They don't do that uh, in the World Baseball Classic. They don't go seven. How, how far would a starting pitcher go? Like four. Because they're so deep yeah. in every game. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think – I think starting pitching is probably the best – um, outcome for any player. Well, no, in even any position, even the position players. There's so much depth um, in the infield positions and the outfield positions that they don't have to play full games. Yeah, so maybe that's a fair point. If that's if that's honestly, and again, I don't watch enough of the WBC. To you know, obviously but, don't. Okay, so if they don't have to go <laughs> seven, fine. Then that maybe uh, neutralizes a little bit of my argument. 
But I think injuries still play a factor. Yeah, but they could have been injuries play a factor in spring training. They could have been hurt <laughs> while doing spring training. It's yeah. the same. But the, the same thing, thing is, the optics are better when it happens at spring training no. rather than oh, no. he went to go play in the WBC and he got hurt. Well, that's now your he has to come back. That, yeah, that's your opinion. Yeah, no, like, a lot of people feel that way. I've talked to people about this. They would prefer that guys like uh, not many people, not many people have gotten hurt recently over the past like two times they've done it. I'm, I'm pretty. It's more of a paranoia than anything. Yeah, apparently, I'm, I'm pretty. It is. It's total paranoia because it's happened to the Red Sox in the past. I, I, I'm mixed. To Daisuke, I'm mixed who is crap, it. and to Dustin Pedroia, who is injury prone, and Kevin Euclid, who is also injury prone. And it screwed up that season because in 2009 they uh, got swept by the Angels in the LDS. They could have been better. They could have. Well, I mean, Jonathan Papelbon did blow that save. You can't blame Kevin Euclid for that or Dustin Pedroia. What save are you talking about? In Oh, in the final game of the LDS when they yeah. got swept, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can't blame Kevin And again, Euclid. I'm not putting it on that one game. But you I'm are. I'm just saying that. You are. No, I'm just saying that <laughs> they could have They could have been better. They could have what? Uh, it, it's uh, it, it's it, a mix. It would have been injured, uh, in, injured anyway. It's a mix of emotion when it comes to me because, of course, you always have injuries play a factor. Whether right. that's spring training, World Baseball Classic. It doesn't matter uh, uh, where they were. They were going to get injured anyway. Right, but I, I also. That. That's how baseball works. I also think that playing for your country means a lot to the the team, the players that are from those countries. Right. So, like Team Dominican Republic, Team D- Team Mexico. There's players that play Netherlands. There's, there's teams that there's players that play on teams in the MLB that want to play and play for pride mm-hmm. with, for the country. So, I think it's different when it comes to Team USA because we're already playing in the USA. Right. Like you know. I, I think everybody feels but like... But some of them feel prideful that they play They want to go like play Team here. USA has yeah. Arenado, Stanton, yeah. uh, other young, players. Young so. and upcoming players, right. too. So I, I, think it's, I think it's a different emotion because, you know, when you look at, like, Team Netherlands or Team Mexico, they, they want to play for pride. They want to play... It's like a religion. The country on the map. It's like a religion to them. It really is. They, they, they really want to be fulfilled in that moment with their team, with guys that... You know, speak the same language. The guys that you know want to play together. The guys that you know want to put up numbers and win for the country. So I don't think it's a bad event, but I think there's also side effects to it, whether that's getting injured or players having you know different tendencies in the game. I would have no problem if I think maybe ultimately my problem with it is the timing. The timing. Just stick I agree it, with it in December. Look, I feel like that's a worst worst timing. Well, most of these guys, if they are really committed to playing in the World Baseball Classic, will then prepare themselves for they that. They still do they, that. You, don't, go you have ball. no idea what I, they I'm do. I'm saying it disrupts the timing of it spring training. It doesn't disrupt it if they started earlier on their own. But you got to look at the window, too. Like, the, the World Series, what, ended in October? No, late November. Or late like early November. Early November. That's no, November. usually it ends yes, by October thirty first. Octo- Sometimes it goes into it, November. The it's first going to like November third. Okay, year. so let's say it ends so, November third. Yeah. you have all of November and let's say half of December if you stick the. Yes, but most classic. people go away. Like um, for most, vacation, right? The only vacation, thing, the only get reason, ready for the next season. And the, and the only Rest other, up. only other reason I can think of why that wouldn't work is also you have the winter meetings in December. A lot of free agents attend that, right? So it's so, a, it's I mean, a short be, calendar. No, but if you're going to be a free agent, don't go play in the WBC then. No, but my po- my point is, it's a short calendar regardless. So right. where you don't know where you're going to play. That's it. why I think I think spring training is a good place for that January. because do mid- it right before spring training. No, because that's when, when you, the winter meetings are, though, right? No, that's usually in December. Yes, but January is when. 
when you start ramping up for the season, which is probably what the WBC players do. Like they they don't they definitely don't play all the innings. I've I've watched the games before. They replace people like Six, okay, so it's inning. more of like a minor contribution from every guy yeah. on that team. It's not like, hey, go out there and carry us on the ba- on right. your back for the entire yeah. seven well, innings. Like unless you're Japan and you use Daisuke nine innings, but that's because Daisuke was a freak of nature at that time, throwing 300 pitches well, in the game. But Brian, are, are the teams really stacked? Like uh, Team USA team is stacked. Team, team USA but, is, but most aren't. But most will still use their benches. Yeah, it, it's, it's basically like. Is there any way like it's basically teams, the third week of spring training? Right. Is there any way teams, a week early? Is there is there a way is there any way that teams can put in requests to say probably hey you can't play this player you know this amount of innings this amount of probably like there's gotta be like a, a threshold there right. they can't be just you no know, team go out doctors and play. are probably on scene to monitor the situation right oh, so they, they're probably talking to the team yeah they're they're they, they have touch. to be. With the team trainers, with the team doctors. Yeah, they have to be because they can't just say, all right, go out and play and just have fun with it. Right. Like, they have to have a, a limit for, like, innings they if do. they're injured and yep. stuff like that. So maybe it's it's not a bad idea, but I get what she, she's just saying. It's you want to be with your team. Worry. It's a but constant also, worry that someone might get hurt playing in a competition that's not geared towards making the Red Sox better or whoever's team better. But also, if you're a new player on a new it's team. It's a mindset more than anything. Right, but if you're a new player on a new team, you want to get acclimated with the players. Spring training is a perfect time to do right. so. Right. Gain that chemistry and learn from your manager. So I, I think... It's, it, it's half and half for me. I, just, I think it's a good just, event, but bad timing. Some of the the routine yeah. that and you know, and some of the camaraderie that you gain during spring training. Again, I could be way off on this. It's just a personal opinion. Yeah, yeah I pers- I love baseball. I think the World Baseball Classic is a great idea. I think it's a great thing. I liked it the first time it happened in two thousand six. I just have a problem with the timing. The fact that it's smack dab in the middle of spring training is what I have a problem with. Yeah, if and you want to do it I in the middle of that. December, do it. I can see it. I can see it. I, I think it's half and half for me though. I really do. I, I think it's really good to, like I said, get with the players, learn you know everybody's role. But at the same time, you don't want any injuries happening. Also, you got to play for your pride for your country, though. So I think playing for pride is, is a huge impact on players. All right, quick break here on the Sports Blast. We'll be back with five questions. Don't go anywhere. ESPN New Hampshire. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions? More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. At 6 a.m., you don't beep your horn. Doesn't matter. My buddy knows the drill anyway, because we do this every chance we get. Like a kid at Christmas, he's going to be at the window, skis at the door, hot cup of coffee in hand that he'll drain, just in time for first tracks at Loon. Enjoy outstanding conditions. Loon Mountain, New England's most accessible mountain destination, is wide open across three peaks. 
Buy tickets ahead and save at loonmtn.com. It's 6 a.m., clear as a bell, and winter quiet. I'm watching my breath turn to steam. If I turn left out of the driveway, there's a mountain of paperwork on my desk. If I turn right, there's a mountain of snow at Loon. I'm turning right. Work will still be there tomorrow. Loon Mountain is wide open across three peaks with terrain for the whole family. Full progression of terrain peaks in New Hampshire's only super pipe. Buy tickets ahead and save at loonmtn.com. Stress. It can make your heart race, your head pound, and your stomach churn. While a little stress can be a good thing and even help you perform under pressure, too much stress can be bad for your health, causing headaches, stomach pain, trouble sleeping, and even a weakened immune system. In the United States, it's estimated that up to 90% of visits to primary care doctors are due to stress-related health problems. It's hard to avoid stress altogether, but there are steps you can take to manage it. During National Stress Awareness Month in April, visit Optum.com stress for more information about how to prevent stress from getting the better of you, including stress first aid techniques you can do in the moment when you're feeling stressed, and stress prevention techniques to help change the way you approach and think about certain situations. To learn more, visit Optum.com stress. That's O-P-T-U-M dot stress. A public service message from this station. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Red Sox are underway against the Pirates at Lecom Park. It's currently a scoreless ball game in the top of the second. David Price is back with the team after visiting Dr. James Andrews in Indianapolis. After he first felt soreness in his pitching elbow on Wednesday, he was originally set to make his spring debut tomorrow, but the Red Sox will shut him down for 7 to 10 days and then reevaluate him after that. The Celtics have the night off today after thrashing the Lakers 115-95 at the Staples Center last night. They'll take on the Phoenix Suns in the second game of a five-game West Coast swing tomorrow at 5 p.m. The Bruins are back in action tonight, looking to make it their eighth victory in their last ten games. They'll be taking on the New Jersey Devils at the Garden. Puck drop is at seven. And after eight seasons, Sebastian Vollmer's time in New England has come to an end. The team released the veteran right tackle yesterday, clearing up roughly $1.7 million in cap space. Vollmer missed the entire 2016 season due to shoulder and hip ailments. Those are your Blaster Weekend updates. Be sure to listen live on ESPNNHradio.com as well as the ESPN Radio app. And check us out on TuneIn. I'm Ashish Sharma. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues right now. Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. It's time for five questions. Five is right up. Man, let me ask you something. I got a question. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. 900 AM Nashua. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. Calm down. 1250 AM Manchester. What did you say? And ESPNNHradio.com. Thank you for all your cooperation.
All right, welcome back to the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire, ESPN NHRadio.com. It is time for five questions. Oh, yeah. And I have it this week. So, Brian, if you would please play the buzzer. Question number one. What is the wow, buzzer? Wow, not even ready. God, Brian, come on. Unacceptable. What is the buzzer? Jimmy Garoppolo. There you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. We're going to play that again at some point. No, we're I not. Wish, I wish Dave was here today. I would just love to see his face again. That scared the crap out of him the first time we played it. It was just creepy. It didn't scare him. Yeah, yeah it, was it was creepy. creepy. It was, yeah, it was kind of like, what the creepy hell was that? Creepy doesn't scare you. Yeah, creepy not scary. It wasn't scary. It was just creepy. Yeah. It was a little creepy. You didn't see it coming. Uh, speaking of Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. true or false, Jimmy Garoppolo will be a Patriot at the start of the 2017 NFL season. True? Really? Yeah. I think he's gone. I think he's gone, too. Yeah. But from more than a third-round pick, as we've been saying. Elaborate, please. Um, I think he's gone, and I think the Patriots will get – I think he's going to Cleveland. I think it's going to be the 12th pick and, like, a third-round pick um, that the Patriots will get. So they'll they'll actually get a first round pick instead of just getting the co- compensatory third round pick. If he left, and then I yeah. assume Cleveland would then franchise him back to back years. Yeah. So so they essentially be trading those two picks for three years of Garoppolo. Yeah, I, I think it's a really good move for them because they they need something. They need a guy that can throw the ball. Well, they would switch first round picks, right? They wouldn't just give the first round pick. No, they just give the first round nah. pick. Uh, that's not how trades work in the NFL. So the Patriots would uh, surrender their first round pick yeah. in the trade for Jimmy Garoppolo and acquire the f- which the twelfth pick for yeah, Cleveland. 12th not the first. Pick. Wait, yeah. what do you mean trades don't happen so like that? In the, so NFL? the Patriots would send Jimmy Garoppolo as well uh, as their first uh, round players pick. Players don't go straight up for one pick. There's Sam other Bradford picks. did. Well that Yeah, you can do that's, that. That's, you, though, you can do that's, that. That's rare. No, it's R- not. Rare in the NFL for a backup quarterback? For a backup quarterback? No, you're, you're saying it can't happen. No, I say it rarely happens. I'd still do that, though. You essentially it will happen. You, you forfeit one of your your, your first-round pick, yeah. but you end up moving up. Uh, yeah. Patri- uh, Patriots round, aren't yeah. going to give away a first-round pick in Garoppolo for just a first and a third rounder. I don't oh, see that well, happening. It'll probably be like a first, a third, and a fourth. Like, well, either way. Oh, my God. Now we're just nitpicking. <laughs> the point is... Mark sees an opportunity here, and he thinks that the Patriots will take advantage of They'll it. They'll get an extra first-round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. If they can get, get, get the 12th overall pick from Cleveland and a third-round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo, they'll do that. Yes. Rather than letting him walk and just getting the conditional uh, – not the conditional. I don't round, think they're going to let him walk. Compensatory third-round pick in next year's draft. Yep. I think he's going to stay for years to come. Nope. So you franchise you him think next no. year. You so you think he's the heir apparent to Tom Brady? Because if- he's not signing extension, Brian. Uh, uh, okay, so I, what I see happening is if Tom Brady agrees to cut down his contract, like re- redo it again, restructure, restructure yeah. it so that he's making only a couple million, mm-hmm. they'll franchise tag Garoppolo. Uh, I would uh, so Brady would again renegotiate his contract. I mean, look, Julian Edelman's on the contract through next year. Right, Danny Amendola is still here. Right, but you it would keep Chris the Hogan, co- you quarter- have Rob Gronkowski. Yes, but it would keep the quarterback contract situation to about twenty, uh, the minimum, which is like twenty three, twenty four so million. So your long answer would be. They franchise Garoppolo next year yes. after keeping him. So essentially, you have him for two more years instead of just one. Yeah. And then in that third year, you make a decision and maybe, just maybe, you franchise him again, and then he becomes your starting quarterback ahead of Tom Brady, who yes. you then move on from. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. I'm with Mark. I think they're moving on from Garoppolo. I think they're committed to Tom Brady. I mean, this guy has shown no signs of decline. He's in his prime again. You said it a couple weeks ago, Brian. You said he's having the second run of his prime in his career yep. at the age of 39, going to be 40 next year. 
which is unreal. And I think they're sticking with him. He says he could play another four years. I believe him. Yeah, I think they're going to get that first-round pick from Cleveland. Question two. Jimmy Garoppolo. All right, guys, so NFL free agency begins Thursday of next week. I'm going to list four players who are going to be free agents. Just tell me, do you think they're staying or they're going? Dante Hightower. Uh, Going. Ooh, this one's tough. I say, I say going, um, but a slight margin. Uh, I think he takes like $13, $14 million from a team in free agency. I think he's ending up coming back here. He'll end up coming back. From how much? It's going to be Luke Kuechly money. It's going to be $12, $13 million a year. And I think Belichick will pay up. He has to, right? Doesn't he have to? I mean, I, I don't see what other options you have. I no, mean, I'm saying they, they can't let him go. No, yeah, you, you have to bring back Dante Hightower. Because then you would have left three out there and you Malcolm can't Butler lose. Still. Yeah, you can't lose Chandler Jones, Dante Hightower, and Jamie Collins. That's a lot. Him. I think he comes back. He's already said he's going to give the Patriots a chance to match any offer he gets on the open market. Right. Yeah. And what did you say, Brian? I said he's going. He's going? You don't think Belichick's going to pay him? Wow, stick it where, where do you think he's going to? Uh... Cleveland. It's 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 <laughs> tough to say, but if Luke Keekley's injury is as bad as it, his concussion is as bad as like you think the Panthers. Can you imagine Luke Keekley and Dante Hightower? Well, in the no, no. I'm saying if Luke Keekley is injured, like for the year. Well, I think uh, he's looking at his career because, or like his life because of how bad the concussion was last year. Oh, he so didn't he know might where be forced into retirement. Yeah, that's why I'm. Uh, oh. I don't know if it. Uh, I, I just, the way I looked at it last year when he got hurt and he didn't know where he was and he was scared. Brian has some inside sources. <laughs> wow, okay. BC Eagles source there tells him. All right, so that's Dante Hightower. Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler. Stays. Stays. Restricted. He has Easy to, to match. Stay. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Martellus Bennett. Gone. Gone because I, I think a team's going to overpay. I Giants. Agree. Giants, Giants, going um, back to the Giants. Yep, and then I think Miami might take a look at him, Ooh, even though they got Julius Thomas. They might run a two tight end set. Can't believe they got Julius Thomas. And Logan Ryan, Logan Ryan's gone. Yeah, gone. He's gonna, he's get, gonna get top some dollars somewhere. Money. Somewhere he stays. overpaid. For what? Yeah, he's not gonna get overpaid. I think some teams gonna be stupid. Because everyone on Logan knows Ryan. he's overrated. I think Buffalo. We'll There's going to be him. some team that's going to get dumb and stupid on Logan Ryan and they're going to pay him. Buffalo will pay him. Stephon Gilmore is a free agent. I don't know if they're going to like put the tag on him or re-sign him. Um, so they have a lot of money to throw away. Um, so Logan Ryan might be the, the situation for cornerback position. Question number three. Jimmy Garoppolo. This guy's creeping me out. <laughs> <laughs> there, right, I, I said it. I act like Dave. <laughs> he is creeping me out. It is a kind of a creepy song. Way to go, Rob. All right, so sticking with NFL free agency, Brandon Marshall, he was cut by the Jets yesterday, making him an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. Should the Patriots take a flyer on him? I'm talking a one-year deal at a bargain price. Why the hell not? Would no. You? It doesn't happen. No. It no? never happens. No. What, what you put out there never happens. That's no? why I don't For think it will. For a guy like Brandon Marshall? No. no. You don't need uh, another wide receiver. I don't think you do. You don't you need do. him, but if you could bring him in no. one year, you're losing Martellus Bennett. We all agree on okay, that. Okay, that's not a wide receiver. Yeah, I, I agree. End. No, but I, I, that's someone on the offense. Brandon Marshall can't place. block. I'm not saying he's a wide receiver. I'm not saying he also doesn't know how to lateral. 
I, that's Give irrelevant. Me, <laughs> I, 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 it is relevant. Get another weapon. He's for a head Tom case. Brady. Get another weapon for Tom Brady. Well, you don't need one. Brian took my thunder there. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I think, <laughs> I think it's a bad thing to bring in. It's a, a guy head case. Oh come like, on! You like brought in caliber. Darrell Rivas for a year. He was on yeah, his best behavior. And Darrell you Rivas brought in Martellus Bennett for a year. Martellus he was Bennett wasn't a head case. Before he got to the New England, he wasn't a head case. Yes, he was. It's because yes, he was. No, he wasn't. And before he came to New England, he was. Do you remember Brandon Marshall talking smack about Tom Brady? Dude, do you remember Darrell Rivas? Talking smack about Bill Belichick and calling him a bum. Yeah, but come on. At the same time, if it's a one-year deal at cheap money, he's a 32-year-old wide receiver. He's a veteran. He wants a ring. Why the hell not? Don't give it to him. It's become a no. trend. It's become a pattern here where no. guys will come in. They'll be a merc. They'll be a mercenary. He'll go one Seattle. year. They'll come here one year and then they'll. How leave. is he a mercenary if he's not going to play many snaps? What you is he? The Michael Floyd of the. He's team? a mercenary in the sense that he comes for one year, gets he's his. The ring, he'll be the he Michael leaves. Floyd. So you know where of he's going team. to go. I'll tell you right now. Where's he going? He's Chicago. going to Seattle. <laughs> he's going back to Chicago. He's going to play for this. <laughs> Without with Jay Cutler, his boy. No, he's going to play with Seattle. The Seahawks. Okay. That'd be well, a good spot I, for Ooh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots just take a play. Tennessee Titans. Bill Belichick just loves doing that to the Jets. It's if just if they don't get Brandon Cooks, I'd say Tennessee. But I, I heard Tennessee's also in on Alshon, too. Yeah. I think they want a, a younger receiver. Look, I know offense is not the priority for the for the Patriots. The right Patriots now, don't need. They don't. But I think if you lose Martellus Bennett, what you do need to you, go out and get another. You need you need another well, wide so receiver. You're gonna, you're you gonna need target another guy on that offense. You, you need another back, wide receiver. You can go back to the one tight end set with Rob Gronkowski if he's healthy, and then you have that other guy Lengel. But you go out and yeah, you get another big wide receiver like Brandon Marshall. Should kept Derby. No, you, you got. Mitchell, you got Hogan, you got Edelman. You right. don't need no. Brandon you don't Marshall. need another guy. Even if it's a one-year deal on Trump, Amendola, you still have Amendola. Don't forget about Amendola. Yeah, Amendola has a one-year right, left on his contract. Enough. You guys made your points. All right, <laughs> question four. Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, guys, Stop we spent a lot so of we spent a lot of time talking about the front three in the Red Sox rotation, but what yeah. we haven't really talked about that much is the back end. With no, Steven we Wright did Eduardo today. Rodriguez. Okay, we mentioned it briefly. Yeah, we mentioned Stephen Wright and Eduardo Rodriguez are. I'm assuming will be our fourth and fifth guy in the rotation. Yeah. Of those two, who's having the better year in 2017? Eduardo Rodriguez. Stephen Wright's a knuckleballer, and they tend to regress. It. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with Stephen Wright. I think Stephen Wright stays consistent. I think Brian, you know, kind of hinted on, you know, the mechanics and, you know, the, I guess, the tendencies in regards to the, the batters, like what they're looking at. Um, it might catch up to him, but I don't think it will. Well, if you look at um, Tim Wakefield, pitchers start to, I mean, hitters start to catch up with him. R.A. Dickey. R.A. Dickey sucks. Yeah, R.A. Dickey is a perfect example because he wants I can't believe Cy him and year. Bartolo Colon. Yeah. Are both on the Atlanta Braves roster hey, as starters. That's not bad. <laughs> it, 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 maybe like eight years ago, it yeah. wasn't bad. No, I, I, w- I would definitely. I like Eduardo Rodriguez, but I want to see him healthy um, for at least you know a good while to really evaluate. Um, I think Stephen Wright right now. I think he should be you know better than Eddie Rodriguez when it's all said and done. As long as Erod does not have any uh, tweaks with his knee or hamstring or anything. He'll be the better pitcher. But I, I think agree. he's been. I, I, I bet. I think he's been thinking about it though. Like no, I, even I thought about so. it when he came back. Like yeah. like through that little stint. Well, so, yeah, but then I, once he realized it was fine. Yeah. He pitched phenomenal. I yeah, think Eduardo Rodriguez is gonna have a breakout season this year. He's 23 years old. Usually, guys need a couple years. Like remember when Eduardo Rodriguez made his major league debut and rattled off like seven straight starts where he was stellar? Oh, it's insane! I'm not saying it's going to be like that again, mm-hmm. but oh, he's shown be that he can be like that. He can be that guy. If if he keeps getting injuries, he's going to start 
again, it's like, contingent on his health. I know, but it's gonna be yes. he's gonna start drawing comparisons to Clay Buckles. I'm, I'm oh, oh yeah, that's that's for sure. I mean, like if yeah, a guy keeps getting hurt, capacity. then yeah. Well, no, it's not mental. It's physical, it's physical capacity. capacity. Well, I think it's mental too because he's thinking about it too much. Well, but yeah, but that's because of his physical but, but ailments. But I, I do think that if he could stay healthy, like Brian, I think he could absolutely have a breakout season this year. And nothing against Stephen Wright. I like him. I think he's gonna have a fine year this year, just like last year. I'm calling but it right now. Knuckleballers can be a little unpredictable sometimes. I think, given the guy's age, Erod, 23 years old, right, will win 14 plus games. With an ERA under 3.7. Who, Eddie yeah, Rodriguez? I could, see I, I could see that. Eddie Rodriguez, 14 wins. 14 plus wins with an ERA under 3.75. I could I could totally see that, yeah. But, uh, Shish, you're saying he's 23 years old, Eddie Rodriguez? Yeah. He's a young, young gun. So, so I think he's, he's younger he's, than Steven Wright. Hey, he's prime, man. He's, in, he's well, about yeah, to Yeah, Steven Wright's like prime. 40. Yeah, no. <laughs> Steven Wright is not 40. He's like 30. No, he's like 30. No, he's he's like 33, 34. I thought he was mid-30s. No, yeah. Stephen Wright is early 30s. Come on. No, I, I'm pretty sure he's 33, 34. But that's besides the point. Why does it take point. you so long to search this? I'm not. I already know it. It's 32. He's 32 years old. Right? So I said 33, 33, 34. When does he turn 33? Uh, August 30th. Yeah, so by the... Yeah. I, all right. I guess the point is it. he's not that old. No, he's yeah. not that old. Knuckleballs can pitch until they're like 48. Yes, but he looks like he's 45. Yeah, but he throws the knuckleball yeah. pretty, like pretty he's good. He looks He does. He looks wicked old. He doesn't look that old. Yes, he, looks, he does. He looks like Chandler from Friends. Okay? No, he doesn't. Chandler did not no, look he doesn't. that old. Uh, if you look at Stephen Wright in the face, he's he, old. He looks exactly like Matthew Perry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he does? No, he doesn't. No, he I think doesn't. so. We'll look at it in the break. I think he does. Question number five. Jimmy Garoppolo. All right, fifth and final question here, guys. Uh, the going NFL to scouting combine is boring as all hell. It's basically a track and field event. Yet some reason, yep. for some reason, I watch it every year. I don't know why. I can't even tell you. It's just on sometimes, and I'll just be like, you know what? There's nothing else on. I'll just put it on. But give me an idea of, of an event at the scouting combine that will make it more interesting, make it more watchable for people. I, I did like the, the drone idea um, during the oh, Pro from Bowl the Pro Bowl. Um, I think that would be stealing their answer. Um, no, that's fine. You can take events from the Pro Bowl, the Skills Challenge. I thought that was awesome this year. Now, you know why I want Dodgeball? Dodgeball. Dodgeball <laughs> prove your skills in football? <laughs> you, you know yeah, what? You have to catch yeah, the that's ball. That's not a bad idea, but um, <laughs> I, I think like like something outside the combine would be pretty cool. Like like something just like a stronger, like like a competition. like a, like a Sword re- fighting. Like a relay race, like an obstacle course uh, kind of thing. Like a jungle gym. A jungle gym, but like I would say, like an obstacle course where oh, it like includes a, like like a, in like a tough mudder, like a tough mudder kind of thing. Yeah, yeah interesting. Okay, yeah, something like that. That's what I was thinking. With real mud. That, well, not no, no, not like we're not talking like mud wrestling here. We're not talking like <laughs> any of that. We're not ta- we're ta- talking about like the the ninja show. What what's the nin- American oh, ninja American ninja warrior? Yeah, yeah, something like that, but football related. But football related. Every time you cross like an obstacle, you have to catch a football or punch like a football yeah, out. And, yeah, and have have a, a simulation where they're running to catch a series of balls while people are pegging them with dodgeballs. Yeah, that's your dodgeball yeah, idea right there. There you go. I like that, and yeah. it's like the focus element comes in right there. Yeah, and the I like that. the strength too. Like the strength of the to player fight off the to dodgeballs. fight off the dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, I, if he gets I, I like smacked it. in the head. Which will happen in the NFL, but there'll be a flag on the play. It, it will happen. I so would I see. I would watch that. Put the three of us in charge of the NFL combine in five years. People, it'll it'll be like the highest rated non-football. You do realize like, how long that would be, though. That would be a long combine. You know how many players 
participate in the combine? Well, yeah, but we do it rapid fire. Yeah. Oh, so you do every you would do yeah, rounds. Yeah, you have Brian standing there. Go, 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 yeah, go, go, right. go, and just like have guys going in. So it would just, just like be one competition. And, them, yeah. and there would be different <laughs> courses for each set of players. Yeah, like, wide receivers, like offensive linemen, yeah. running backs would uh, instead would have to hold on to a ball as dodge balls are being chucked at them. Yeah, yeah and offensive they, linemen and have people oh, trying to knock the ball out. I got a perfect right. idea. Then the offensive linemen, like defensive linemen, you know how big they are. Yeah, they can eat a box of donuts while getting hit by dodge balls during no, the obstacle course. No, that's uh, I don't know if that works. No, that Why? Doesn't work. Come no, on. They have to learn to block. So you have to block the dodge. What, what about all of them? What about a box of pizza? <laughs> no, you, you can't have no, them eat no, well. No, now we're killing the idea. Th- you'll choke. <laughs> you'll yeah, choke. That's true. But I, they're big guys. They're big guys. What, they, 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 go, they, they they're going to pass out in like five minutes during the <laughs> obstacle course. <laughs> so why don't they give them a box of The offensive lineman, defensive lineman get a shorter obstacle course. Okay, shorter. Okay. Yeah, endurance is going to be low for them. So. Running backs, wide receivers, they'll be primed for it. <laughs> All right, guys, that wraps up five questions here on the Sports Blast. We'll be back with a blast off ESPN New Hampshire. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's local ESPN. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions! More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Do you really floss after you brush? If you don't, you're not alone. I'm Risa Jill Miller. According to a new Harris poll for the American Academy of Periodontology, or AAP, over a quarter of U.S. adults lie to their dentists about how often they floss. And flossing is important, especially in Los Angeles, where locals say a smile's the first thing they notice in someone they're attracted to, versus folks in Chicago or Houston. Dr. Joan Otomo Cordial, AAP president in L.A. The AAP recommends flossing at least once a day, brushing your teeth and below the gums twice a day and receiving a comprehensive periodontal evaluation to prevent periodontal disease, which can cause tooth loss and increase your risk for other diseases. The survey also shows that a third of Americans would rather wash dirty dishes or sit in traffic than floss. How can we take action? The good news is, with timely and proper care, gum disease is treatable and often reversible. A periodontist has the training and expertise to help determine the right treatment. So love the gums you're with and log on to perio.org for a periodontist near you. Did you hear? U.S. savings bonds have gone electronic. Now you can purchase them from the convenience of your own home through treasurydirect.gov, a safe and secure website operated by the U.S. Department of the Treasury. No more extra trips to the bank. No more paper bonds to keep track of. Instead, you can open a free Treasury Direct account and buy and manage your electronic savings bonds online, anytime, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. U.S. savings bonds are an affordable and smart choice for many Americans. For as little as $25, you can buy a U.S. savings bond for yourself or a loved one. Savings bonds are safe investments. 
Whether your goal is to retire comfortably, pay for a college education, or protect yourself and your family from the unexpected, it's always a good time to save for the future. Visit www.treasurydirect.gov to buy an electronic savings bond today. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Red Sox are underway against the Pirates at Lecom Park. Pirates lead 2-0 in the top of the third. David Price is with the team. After visiting with Dr. James Andrews in Indianapolis yesterday after first feeling soreness in his pitching elbow on Wednesday, he was originally set to make his spring debut tomorrow, but the Red Sox are shutting him down for the next 7-10 to 10 days and then we'll reevaluate him after that. The Celtics have the night off today after thrashing the Lakers 115-95 at the Staples Center last night. They'll take on the Phoenix Suns in the second game of a five-game West Coast swing tomorrow at 5 p.m. The Bruins are back in action tonight looking to make it eighth, their eighth win in their last ten games. They'll be taking on the New Jersey Devils at the Garden. Puck drop is at seven. And after eight seasons, Sebastian Vollmer's time in New England has officially come to an end. The team released the veteran right tackle yesterday, clearing up roughly $1.7 million in cap space. Vollmer missed the entire 2016 season due to shoulder and hip injuries. Those are your blasted weekend updates. Be sure to listen live on ESPNNHradio.com and the ESPN Radio app. And be sure to check us out on TuneIn as well. I'm Ashish Sharma. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Plus continues right now. Final segment here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. Uh, a little bit of news here. Uh, oh, wait, did someone just homer? Sorry, just yeah. looking at the game. Well, we got someone some just went news. deep for the sauce. Chris Young. There we go. Yes. Chris Tied Young. at two? Belted. 2-2. Two, 2-2 two. Two, two Red Sox. Just Chris like Young that. with a two-run Tata Chris shot. Young. He belted that one. Blasting at the left field. It's a 2-2 two, two ball game. No one cares. In Sorry. the bottom of the second. Bottom of the second. It's not the top of the third. What did I say? Here's the top of the third. I'm so sorry. The and bottom the of the second. Yeah, my bad. You bottom failed. of the second. So Ashish. Go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. So more actually, no, you were right. Top of the third. Yeah, it's the top of the third. They're not a jet blue. You're right. Yeah. Shut up, Brian. <laughs> Come on, Brian. God, I was like, I'm looking at the screen. It says top three. Damn it. There's, there's nothing on the screen right Well, now. before that. Okay. Uh, before <laughs> we get out of here, uh, we were talking a little bit about Dante Hightower earlier and potentially drafting his replacement as a linebacker. And, Mark, you brought up a name. And speak of the devil, that guy just did something at the Combine well, that's not too nice. We, yes. We got, you wanted him. We got some Combine uh, news. <laughs> you wanted right. him. So, wait. So, who's the guy that we were talking so about? So, Alabama uh, linebacker Ruben Foster. Who we were talking about potentially the Patriots in getting the, in the draft. Yeah, but we talked about it too. during the break. During, yeah. We didn't talk about it on the air, but we talked about him potentially replacing Dante. Hightower. Right. He was sent home from the combine for threatening to put his hands on a worker and pulling a do you know who I am statement. All right. But this is even bigger news. So Washington wide receiver John Ross breaks combine record with a 4.22 40 yard dash. Wow. What position? Wide receiver. receiver. Do you not listen? Uh, so no, I was watching JB Chris Jason Johnson. <laughs> yeah, we got out again. He's over two today. Chris Johnson was like what wow. four point two three or two four? Yeah, I think it was two really four. Well, point oh one second isn't really. Hey, that, nothing could beat the hey, that's, a, that that's impressive. <laughs> All right, what do you have a seven? <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, a you goal. know what? But David Price had a four eleven. 
No, I, I'm yeah. just no, saying. Did that, he really? No, he was tweeting about he it earlier, tweeting. remember? Yeah. I know, but doesn't he? No, no, hell no. <laughs> no. He's probably slower. He's probably no, like he's slow five. as hell. He's probably five so, seconds. Wow. Eight and a half. Two, two. That's impressive. That is very impressive. And everybody's going to keep their eyes on this guy now. He's so going to get drafted a by wide like, receiver. He's going to be drafted by like Cleveland. And no, the Redskins. So I, just, I just love Redskins. how the guy that I brought up in the commercial. Why? Because uh, he goes to Washington? Because he's fast. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how the guy that I brought up in the commercial no. break when I was looking at the top linebackers coming out of college. Ends up putting it. So hold what, on, what hold on. I, I got to bash on Brian right, first. Okay. He said, why? Because he plays for Washington. Washington, D.C. is Washington Redskins. Oh, I know that. Washington. I know that. I'm just saying it, it's the namesake. No, it's not the namesake. <laughs> it's because they like speedy wide receivers for Kirk Cousins. Well, yeah, because that's all Tony he does. Is throw, he throws deep. Yeah, or Tony Romo. Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garçon. That's the only thing Kirk Cousins can do. Yeah. yeah. Antoine Randall. That's why he's not that good. Santana Moss. Yeah, Jordan Reed Josh was a nice Dotson. little tight end there. Yeah, they, they like all those when guys. When he's healthy. When, when, he's, when, healthy. He's, when he's playing. Yeah. So, How many concussions did he have this year? <laughs> 75. So, no, just going back to the thing, it's like that's the one linebacker I brought up during the break. When I was looking at, you know, the top linebacker prospects at the Combine. Yeah, Ruben Potentially Foster. for the Patriots. And, again, I, I, I that's assuming that they somehow get – the twelfth pick from Cleveland. If they do trade Jimmy Garoppolo again, they're not gonna. I, I don't know how good that linebacker is. Yeah, and if he's gonna he, be available for the no, Patriots, he's a really good linebacker. So he's gonna go he's like top. Best. He's gonna go top ten, probably top fifteen. Right? Top fifteen, I would say. So then it's dependent on whether or not uh, he's this might hurt him. It will definitely hurt him. Well, yeah. I mean, what's the full story again? He put his hands on a worker, and he said, "Yeah, he said, do you know who I am? Basically saying like I got you know sources. I got. It's like, no, who are you?" <laughs> Yeah, do, do you know Some why? Some guy from Bama? Well, anytime you threaten, no. like, it's, it's <laughs> an awful look because there's always, like, players before the combine mm-hmm. that hurt their stock for stupidity. Right. Okay, but Lemare, I mean, Larry Tunsil. Well, yeah, that that's exactly what that I was That was thinking. on draft night. Though. Right. That was on draft night, but that, no, but the video was leaked on draft night, but that happened, like, before. Right before night. he was selected. or No, it was right after he was taken, right? Because didn't, uh, didn't it happen right after the Dolphins selected him? No, it happened Where before. The- that's why his stock was down. Because oh, they I picked see. him okay, at yeah, that thirteen, was, that was, I, I was believe. Of. Okay, but he was so, projected to be the number one pick. But then the little uh, gas mask bong hit that he took. Yeah, yeah. He, but that was that that video is from like one or two but years still, ago. Whenever it happens, even if it gets released two years later, it's yeah, still it still happens. But yeah. but my my whole point is, you know, players gotta realize that. You know, you're losing money when you do that. Right. But like, wait, what caused it, though? What caused this guy to put his hands on a staffer and say, do you know who I am? It was probably just, I mean, I'm not going to, like, They speculate. weren't letting him in somewhere. It yeah. seems like yeah. that's, what, that's the most obvious thing. Yeah, it was kind of like, um, I, I guess, like, maybe he had a bad performance, maybe, and... So you just walk up to a random staffer? I mean, like, I, I don't know if we have the whole story. Let me check the story. Well, you guys, if we have time, talking. but again, like I obviously that's a huge red flag for a guy that I was potentially talking about the Patriots getting right, to replace Dante. Hightower. I think you gotta avoid him. You gotta <laughs> avoid now. Now all of a sudden, okay, who's, you who's gotta the next avoid those bad after? apples because yeah. Yeah, ever side, ever since Hernandez, you know, hey, you, you gotta know avoid those. On the flip side, maybe his stock drops far enough where the uh, the <laughs> Patriots can take him at their normal thirty second pick in this year's draft, right? Yeah. So maybe he falls far enough that they can just do that. He had a, he had a maybe argu- it works in their in their favor. He had an argument with a hospital worker. Why? I don't know. So um, we still don't have right all now. the details. He had an argument with a hospital worker. And the guy's name again? What's his name? Uh, Ruben Foster. Ruben He's Foster, Alabama, Alabama linebacker. linebacker. Okay. 
Um, but like teams are scheduled to interview him on um, Friday. That's the first question I'd ask. And what then, happened? And then do testing on Saturday. So, but now he's slated to go back to Tuscaloosa. Um, followed the altercation, so he's not even allowed wow. back to the combine. So his draft stock so he's really gone. takes a hit. So he might actually just be available, plain and simple, for yeah. the Patriots. Draft is a little, uh, what a month and a half uh, away, basically. Yeah, it's like it's April twenty seventh, yeah, twenty yeah. six, something like that. But I mean, that's that's huge for him. I mean, anytime you get sent home because of an altercation or something happens where you touch somebody, it's not a good look on your stock. And like I said, Laramie Tunsil lost a lot of money because he fell that low. You know, this guy was projected to be like a top 10, top 15 kind of guy. He might go late first round, early second with his stock being this. Sure. I mean, it's kind of similar to Marcus Smart in mm-hmm. his incident in college. Well, you got to look at Doriel Green Beckham, um, you know, who was a receiver coming out of Missouri. And the reason why his draft stock went down is because he had um, a domestic violence issue or, you know, something of that nature where he got involved. Um, and you know, it's just not a good look at the end of the day. Um, when you do, you know, deal with drugs, deal with domestic violence, when you deal with, you know, touching somebody, threatening them, um, it's just never a good look. So just like players got to keep their heads on straight. I mean, they go to great, you know, uh, colleges, um, very, you know, intelligent colleges. They, you know, they bring in a lot of uh, smart kids. So but they're not there for the education. But they're like, not there you know for that. the education. You know that. But what I'm saying is, but they like, are student athletes, so treated. they do have to. Yeah, you have to act like that. Come, on, you remember what happened in North Carolina a couple years ago? Come on. Yeah. No, I I understand. Duke, same thing. Malcolm Mitchell wasn't reading at like a fourth grade level until he got to college. None of them are there for the education. No, but my point is, you're representing Alabama, so I mean, you're that's a great school, a right. great program. And, I mean, Nick Saban doesn't want anything to do with this guy anymore because anytime you, like, threaten somebody, it, you know, hurts you. So he's got a big uh, barrier to like overcome. Jerry Jones is licking his lips right now. He's like, hmm, that's a player. That's a future cowboy right there. I agree. I, I, agree. Like, I like what I'm seeing. I, I would I, not be surprised in the least if he goes to the Cowboys. That could happen. Sean Lee and him alongside of each other. You totally good. see that. Hey, Ezekiel Elliott and his problems off the field, they drafted him. Yeah, they still do it. They don't care. I still love him. It's all about Greg the, Hardy, bring all, that bad boy in. It's all about the talent <laughs> on the field. All right, we got to get out of here. For Brian Roach and Mark Lazelle, Amishi Sharma, Dave Pollard will be back next week. We'll talk to you then. See ya. Peace.